easier to hear with the headphones on if I'm you. I'm gonna put the headset on. Then. If you want, give it a whirl and see what you think. Unfortunately, <laughs> even though I look like one of the world's most perfectly developed specimens, you do. I don't hear as well as I used to. And mm. I don't see as well as I used to. So I assume there's a microphone here. Or uh, else there's a big black yes. insect. About uh, I'm me. in the same boat. There, he's gonna, oh. It ought to go this way, shouldn't it? I say I have a very big head, so it takes a big microphone. <laughs> no, Thank you. That's great. Okay, can you hear? Can you hear me? Oh yeah. Oh, it's good. Bell. It's good, right? Clear as a bell. And it makes you feel like you're not really talking to anybody, so you can say anything you want. No, no. When I talk to you, I know I'm talking to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, dear listeners, our guest tonight is um, Stanley, and we are beyond honored to have you. Thank you so much for being here in my weird living room. I am so happy to be here, and uh, in fact, I'm thrilled and can't wait to see what comes next. I have to thank you so much for bringing uh, a gift, uh, a Spider-Man toy for my son. He's beyond. He's thrilled. He all day long. He's been talking about meeting Mr. Stan, and he's uh, he's four. So. I think he was disappointed, though. I didn't look like Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I should have worn my costume. Well, you should be able to shoot webs out of your hands <laughs> or your wrists. And I could have at least stuck to the wall. Um, I want to thank you so much um, for also bringing gifts for us, too. Um, we have uh, Chief Paul Sell here, and was so honored. Um, I got that right, didn't I? Yes, oh, did. good. Absolutely. I was suddenly Chief, I felt will you speak like, a little bit into Yeah, get a little closer into the yes. mic. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah, put on headphones. Chief Paul Sell is the chief of Montclair State University. He's also the vice president, International Association of Chiefs of Police, and the incoming president, 2008, um, of the chief of police, of the uh, International Association Chief of Police. And uh, tonight we're going to be talking a little bit about an organization um, that the chief and Stan have paired up with. Um, we're all wearing pins right now. We're all now. wearing pins, um, and it's called uh, Hands of Respect. Um, and this is really a proud day for me. I never thought there'd be a time when I would be teamed up with the chief of police. <laughs> I can't tell you how impressed I am. <laughs> um, and I want to get into um, what your organization is about in a little bit. Um, but first, I want to start off with asking you, we do a segment called Not So Rapid, or these are actually, well, rapid or not so rapid fire questions. Okay, are you ready? Well, I don't know how rapid fire my answers are. <laughs> That's I'm a slow thinker. Listen. You know? I'm a plotter. I, it takes me a while, but I'll do the best I can. Well, you have created some of the most brilliant and iconic characters in movie history. And, uh, and, and comic book history. Comic book history. I'm, you notice I never interrupt when they talk about me that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're really honored to have you here, but we're also, we've based some of our questions around some of, uh, around your history here. Uh-oh. I, okay. I, th- I think they're easy, but we'll find out. Okay. The first question. Who is more likely to make a birthday breakfast in bed for their significant other, Daredevil or the Hulk? Well, I'm going to take a wild guess and say possibly Daredevil. The okay. Hulk isn't a good cook. Okay. okay, all right. And so Daredevil might be a little more romantic, you think? I think so. Okay. You have a horribly infected, ingrown toenail. Who would you rather have drain it? 
Sue Storm or Jean Grey? Well, that's a tough decision. I thought it was going to be Sue Storm and some man, and I'd say I'd rather have Sue Storm do anything. But there are two girls involved. Yeah, and it is an ingrown toenail. It's very painful, it's, too. It's, it's very pain. It's quite infected. Like, it's looking green. Well, I would say Sue Storm, because she has an invisible force field, and she might be able to use that to get the toenail out without <laughs> actually having to touch it and hurt the person. Okay, well, See it's you. The person is you. I, I know. The oh, pers- it's me. It's you. Then absolutely Sue Storm. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, Jean Grey, you do not get to drain We'll get back Stanley's to you later, Jean. toenail. <laughs> Um, who would plan a better first date, Iron Man or Star-Lord? Well, I think any girl would figure Iron Man. I mean, the man well, is listen. incredibly wealthy, yes, enormously handsome, has a great, great style to him. Um, it would have to be Iron Man, oh, who was modeled oh, after me, of course. Yes, oh, cool. oh, but listen... When you say any woman, you know that I'm married to Star-Lord. Um, Uh-oh. Yep. Uh-oh. So I'm going to make my case. <laughs> because, yes, while Iron Man might, like, take a gal on a jet to Paris, um, <laughs> I do think that Star-Lord brings his scrappy charm. Maybe, uh, maybe they do something that doesn't involve a lot of money, but that's incredibly romantic, like, you know, see a bunch of shooting stars on a beachside cliff or something like that i listen i i'm just married to him i probably would i think you're you're a little bit prejudiced but that's all right um i should have thought of that when i phrased my answer don't don't worry i mean if if i didn't know star lord i would have picked iron man too <laughs> no i want to go on the jet it's been a funny thing i used to comment about this to the guys in the office Iron Man always got the most fan mail from females. Really? And the thing they loved about him was he was incredibly wealthy and he had a bad heart. And most, oh, we're so, most of the females would feel, oh, we God, love I would men. take such care of this man, you know? Whoa. And all we're, our fan mail for, from women was oh, for Iron Man. Oh, my gosh. We're very, are we Don't that divorce predict- your husband now. I don't want to influence <laughs> listen, you. listen. Star Lord's been good to us, but um, but no, that's yeah. I guess we're predictable as a gender, aren't we? A little bit. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Stan just nodded his head. By the way. <laughs> um, okay, who is more likely to break into his girlfriend's phone and check her text messages, Spider Man or Thor? So essentially, the question is, who's more insecure as a boyfriend, Spider Man or Thor? I don't think if I were Thor, I'd be insecure about anything. As Spider-Man, I don't know why he'd be insecure, but I would have to say him because it couldn't be Thor. I mean, when you're a god and you can fly from here to heaven and back. He doesn't get jealous at all? Not Thor, no. He just picks another girl. (laughs) So Thor is kind of like the, I mean, he would be the worst boyfriend then. Spider-Man... You know, Thor is very loyal. When I first read him, wrote him, he had this girlfriend, Sif, S-I-F, the goddess, and he was loyal to her in every story I wrote. 
Now, what future writers have done with him, I don't know. Oh. But shame on them if they've made him disloyal. Shame on you. (laughs) (laughs) I love, you're a romantic. Okay, you've joined a bowling team. Who would make a better bowling team captain, Mystique or Black Widow? How the hell would I know whether Mystique or Black Widow would make a better bowling team? <laughs> well, it's I guess what it comes down to is who would be sort of a natural leader in a in a bowling environment. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say Mystique. Okay, why? Because it was the first name you mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Mystique I'll show is a, you. All right, Stan. <laughs> aim for the pins, not the ditches. And now back into the fray. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you could create an ideal romantic partner for the Hulk, what kind of characteristics would she have? Well, I did create the She-Hulk. Right. But is she the ideal? I don't know. Well, if you're the Hulk, and there's a gorgeous girl who also has green skin and is also the strongest person around, I think she'd come as close to being a good partner for you as anybody. That's true, but as an actor who is married to another actor, <laughs> it's an obscure connection, I know, but, um, but it, pre- it presents certain challenges being in the same industry. Um, I just wonder if, uh, if the Hulk, I don't know, if he ever would feel like competitive with She-Hulk or like... All right, I'll make you happy. Thank you. (laughs) And girl, the Wasp. (laughs) Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Now, this one doesn't have to be uh, uh, any kind of rapid fire. This is an open-ended question. Um, If you could give one piece of advice to newlywed Stan Lee, um, you've been married for 68 years, what would it be for go for that 69th go for the 69th but in your early years that isn't what you wanted so well no i mean no because because a lot of our listeners are young and uh and i think that we're we are all looking for the keys to a successful long marriage well see ours i'm not sure how successful it is the reason we've been married so long is we're trying to find out how to make it successful. <laughs> We're working desperately on that year after year. <laughs> um, but I did read, and I don't know how I don't know how accurate this is, but it's a beautiful story that she early on encouraged you to develop the kinds of characters that you really wanted to, and to. Um, not necessarily listen to the system and to develop nuanced superheroes that had flaws 
Um, is that all true? It's very what, romantic. What happened was I wanted to quit because my publisher, he wanted me to write stories that had a lot of action, a lot of fighting, blood and guts. And he'd say, don't worry about personalities and characterization and dialogue. Just give me action. That's what the readers want. And that wasn't really all I wanted to write. So after a couple of years of that, I said, I'm quitting. And Joni said to me, you know, Stan, if you're going to quit before you leave, write one story, the kind you want, get it out of your system, see what happens. And if he fires you, so what? You want to quit anyway. So that's when I wrote The Fantastic Four. And luckily, the book sold. So I was told to write more stuff like that. And well, the rest is history. But that's what makes you so brilliant is um, is creating human relatable characters that that have these extraordinary powers and sometimes don't know what to to do with them that struggle with them internally that struggle with getting the girl or you know their own narcissism in some cases I I love I think that that's what makes them really fascinating and that's what that's what makes them um, enduring in in you know probably forever. Boy, you put that so well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Just came right out. <laughs> I don't even know what happened. <laughs> I am blonde. <laughs> now I'll just giggle for a while. <laughs> um, so um, now will you tell us a little bit about um, Hands of Respect? And we're going to lead into this in a comic book way, but then we can really get into it. Um, do you think Hands of Respect could bring peace between Professor X and Magneto? That's a very good question. But since they're both fictional characters <laughs> and I was the guy in charge of them, yes, I would have them. I would have Hands of Respect bring peace bring between. Because they were both intelligent men and you can always reason with an intelligent man, even an evil one. If he's intelligent, you can find a way to reason with him. Um, well, I like that. And I guess, you know, a lot of if if we follow through with that and make that happen, there's going to be a lot of studios losing a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, will you tell us a little bit about Hands of Respect and, and maybe our chief can also join in as well? Well, what happened was I was sitting around with my friend Jerry and my daughter, and my daughter happened to mention that it's a shame we can't do something about, she had been reading the paper, and all the ill feeling there is between the black people and the, the white people and some of the cops and so forth, and how terrible that is. And I decided to think about that, and I came up with the idea of, there should be mutual respect, actually, between everybody, but in the neighborhoods where there are problems, if the black people could respect the police and the other white people, and if the police and the other white people could respect the black people and realize that, like in the comics, we're all pretty much the same, we all want the same thing, a happy life, enough money, and so forth, how do you do that? How do you bring about a good relationship between the types? And after mulling it over, came up with the idea, 
of a sculpted hand, two hands clasped in a gesture of friendship. One is a white hand, one is a black. And above the hands is the word respect. And that's a little pin that we'd like to see people wearing. I'm wearing one now. I'm wearing one as well. At a girl. The idea is just to make people aware that we were all put here on Earth, we assume, by the same Earth putter, despite our color. Some are white, some are black, some are brown. But we're all human beings, and we all want pretty much the same thing. I can't address this to the whole world, but in America, I felt if we could just have enough people see these two hands clasped and see the word respect and have enough people get on the bandwagon and try to make it work where we all are a little bit more tolerant of the other and begin to respect the others for what they are and what they can do, it would make life a lot better. And that's really the whole point of Hands of Respect. It's just to make things better, especially in the neighborhoods where there is this ill feeling between the whites and the blacks. And it's based on nothing. It's based on no real reason. It's just, it's been that way and it is that way. And we've got to break the the hold that it has on them. And that's about it, or else I'll be talking all night. Well, I, I, um, the chief and I were talking earlier before we started uh, the podcast, but I, I think you're completely right in the, the idea that we all have the same goals. We all want to live in a safe community. Mm-hmm. We all want to be able to raise our our children um, safely and with op- you know, with the potential of opportunity. And um, and it feels like there's been this huge divide and lack of conversation um, and um, and not clearly a lot of anger um, uh, with, you know, on with various with various parties, um, a lot of it justified. Um, but I uh, but but truly when it comes down to it, we, we really want I think, you know, most most people really do want safety and 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 the feeling of security and and the uh, and and opportunity and an opportunity for their children and their families and maybe a boat i don't know um i want a boat but that's a beside the point stan will you buy me a boat <laughs> come on um but I, but so i i think um i think what you're getting involved in is is really remarkable and i would love it also um if the chief would, would you mind also explaining your involvement and how you two partnered up? Sure, Anna. I was lucky enough uh, several months back to meet with Jerry Oliveris, who's the executive director of Hands of Respect. He came to us with this philosophy, this respect philosophy that Stan, JC, and himself had come up with. And it was the first time someone from the outside of law enforcement really came forward with an initiative to bring community members and law enforcement together. I'm proud to be here representing Hands of Respect today, and Jerry, as well as JC. And it's about opening dialogue. It's starting a dialogue with our community members. Law enforcement is a noble profession. And the majority of men and women in law enforcement put their lives on the line each and every day for the communities they protect. It's getting that message out there that's important. But much more than just the initial philosophy of respect the two hands clasping each other, The question was asked, what else are we doing? Well, I'm proud to say we are developing programs, 
to train police officers in academies. We're developing programs for our kids who are in the school system, as well as community programs that are going to bring law enforcement and community members together to open that dialogue and to start to create this hands of respect, this philosophy of respect amongst everyone. I'm proud to say my police department is the first agency in the United States to have the hands of respect decals on each and every police vehicle. So that as we're driving through our community, people see that this is what we're about. We're about respect. I believe coming from such an iconic person as Stan Lee, he's going to open doors for us that could never have been opened in our communities. And I just want to say, Stan, thank you very much for that. I thank you for what you've said, and you you expressed it so beautifully. Um, Gosh, you explained it so clearly. I wish I had made a tape of that. Um, And we are so lucky to have you as one of the people on our side because you are accomplishing and you can still accomplish so much in that area. And it's such an important area. It is so important for the people in a neighborhood to realize when they see a man in uniform, when they see a cop, that man is willing to give his life to protect that person or any of the people in the neighborhood. And when the police see the men in that neighborhood, well, maybe one of them isn't all he should be, but that goes for every group. But most of them, they're hardworking people who want the same thing that we want. They want a happy home life. They want enough money. And they want a little enjoyment and have their kids grow up well. So it's not as though we're trying to put two groups together that There's no way for them to mesh. It's a natural mesh. It's just people, good people, who have to come together and help the people who don't have that respect to have it also. Uh, Yeah, I I love the idea of, um, you know, community outreach and because I I think that um, there's a lot of fear when in certain communities regarding regarding police officers and I love the idea that you know at a young age kids are engaging with police officers sort of one-on-one and they can be the idea of mentorship I don't and I don't know enough about your program but it sounds like these are the kinds of hands-on um I guess implementations that your organization is is sort of is is will be doing and it, can you speak to a little more to that when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 
Sure. One of the organizations we're using to get that message out is LEAD, Law Enforcement Against Drugs. They're the largest drug addiction program right now in the school systems across the country. And we've partnered with them as one of our nonprofit organizations to get that message out to our kids in the schools from ages K through 12. That's wonderful. Yeah, I was, we were talking a little bit, I was um, of the generation of the D.A.R.E. program and we loved our D.A.R.E. officer in our, in our classroom and uh, it left a lasting impression. And, and I think, uh, I, I love the idea of um, police officers being able to be role models and, uh, to to young kids and hopefully that will that will break down tensions as gener- as you know, generations progress when when i was young police officers were always role models and to most young kids today police officers still are role models most young kids when they see a cop in uniform walk by they're impressed i'm talking about most young children and the few people who aren't are the ones we have to reach and we have to make them understand that we're all on the same team and we're all trying to help each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're trying to do. And luckily, so many people seem to want to join our drive. That um, I, I, And with people like Paul, I, I really feel that we have a chance of succeeding, of, of getting where we have to go. When you get the police chief of a big city and... A member of the, an executive of the poli- international police chiefs, as interested in this as he is and as cooperative as he is. I can't tell you how that thrills me. I don't want to start blubbering here in front of him, <laughs> but I am so impressed. We're off to such a great start. I will say the chief looks very handsome in his uniform. Chief, where can we find the, the pins? Is there a website? I thought we he was going to say, where can we find the uniforms for you if you'd like that. I would love a uniform as well. <laughs> yes, we're going to give you the website Great. for the um, pins. I think we it should have, be right on the pin yes, itself. Yes, uh, handsofrespect.com. Simple. Great. Um, and, and Anna, I'd like to, uh, from the law enforcement community, present you with a little something here tonight. <gasps> Ooh, First, we have presents. a police hat. <gasps> oh, do you have any idea how much respect I'm going to get at work? Now they're going to listen to me. Next, we have a, a shirt for you. Oh, thank you. That says Anna. We guessed at the size. Sweet. I and love this. Thank finally, you. Finally, Anna, we have a family member card for you. So you're officially part of my family now. Oh, I love that. It's a beautiful card. Um, it is. And, it's uh, a beautiful family. <laughs> the bearer of this card is a family member of a police chief with the New Jersey Chief of Police Association. Chief Paul M. Sell, thank you so much. Thank you, and thank you for all you're doing. Stan, I just want to say, we couldn't do this without Stan. His message transcends race, religion, and gender. He has created heroes for the last seven decades. Making me feel old. No, but I, I will tell for you. For quite a little while. He, he was one of my heroes, and in a time, for those of us who grew up with not a lot, to have that comic book and to see that a normal person can make change uh, it meant the world to us, Stan. I'll never forget what you've done for me personally, and you have me by your side each and every uh, step along the way here. And uh, hopefully, Anna, we can we can get Hollywood, yeah, and bridge Hollywood and law enforcement together because people are listening to Hollywood, mm-hmm. and we need to work together, law enforcement and Hollywood, to get that message out uh, as a team. 
I think we'll succeed in Hollywood because I'll convince some producer it would make a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, if you give all of Hollywood some of these hats, people love to feel powerful in Hollywood. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, this is my hat over headphones. Oh, that clear. hat was made for you. Ah, I love it. I'm going to wear it to work tomorrow. Does this mean you're not a member of the police? You can't arrest somebody. Oh, I can't? We'll work on that. We'll talk about it. Okay, thank you. This is going to be my badge. I'm going to flash them. They don't know their lines. So should we go, yeah. go to a caller? We'll do it really quickly, absolutely. Okay. Um, so we do this, uh, we call strangers who have submitted questions, and we give them our unqualified advice. Are they about anything? Uh, they tend to be about relationships. So, uh, and I don't know what, uh, Sim um, knows, ha- has spoken and vetted with the vet, I guess. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, uh, the caller, so we know it's not a totally insane person. Um, so this is a person that's going to, um, that, that, will, uh, that will present their relationship problem and will attempt to give them advice. Are you open to this, Stan? And please, Chief Paul, join in. <laughs> Why? It's all. Everyone's welcome. See, I'll say what I say, but when Chief Paul says something, it's official. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Kaylee. It's Sim. How are you? Hey, how are you doing? Good. Um, Anna's here, and Anna's going to introduce our guest to you. Hi, Kaylee. How are you? I'm good. Anna, how are you doing? I'm great. I'm here with Stan Lee and uh, Chief Paul Sell. Um, and who, oh my God! Yes, so you've got a police chief here, and Stan Lee, and my Hi. idiotic self, and um, and giggling Sim, and so uh, thank you <laughs> so much for this for is so cool. Well, Hi, thank everyone. And I see that I don't know anything about your your question yet, but I see that you are from Washington State. You're my a fellow Washingtonian. So yeah, girl, um, about two hours south of Seattle in Yakima. Nice. Um, yeah. Well, by now, I thought the question was answered. It was nice talking to you. Next question. <laughs> so, Kaylee, you're having trouble communicating something to your husband. Tell us more. So, my husband and I, you know, love each other. Everything's open communication. But we kind of cycle up and down with our weights. Um, right now, I'm trying to get healthy, get back in the gym. And he usually picks up on that and does that with me. Right now, he just kind of not wanting to do that, and I don't know how to approach him. It's kind of like walk on eggshells a little bit. I don't want to come out and say like, "Hey, like maybe you should eat healthier, like come to the gym with me." Um, it's just kind of hard. So I'm trying to eat healthy, and then like you know he's there enjoying a pizza, and so I just don't really know how to go about doing it to talk to him about like, "Hey, maybe you should come to the gym with me," or like. Maybe just try eating a little bit healthier. Well, I just don't know where to, you know, approach it, basically. So, okay, I have a couple questions. So, in the past, he has been willing to kind of work out with you and, and, and it is, or it, like, I guess, is this a recent shift that he's been a little unwilling to 
Yeah, usually it was a little bit easy. Like, I always kind of initiate it, and he's usually, like, right there with me. Like, yeah, I'll go to the gym. And, like, you know, I work nights, and so our schedule goes kind of hard. But the gym is just kind of where we can, like, still have time together. And now it's just kind of like he doesn't really want to eat healthy. And, like, when I go to the gym, he doesn't really want to go. His, He'd rather his, just eat, like, some Sour Patch Kids. So I'll have my kale salad or something. His, <laughs> so. which And that's hard for you to be, like, that's hard when someone's enjoying a pizza and candy. Right? And, it's so hard because yes. I want to cheat, too. Totally. <laughs> yeah. um, hey, has something uh, recently happened with his job? Kind of, yeah. So he got out of the military and now he's going to school. So I'm thinking, like, not having physical therapy or um, PT every day, the training, might have something to do with it. So it's a little bit of a transition for him. And, like, normally we can communicate about all this stuff. It's just I feel like it's a touchy subject for anyone. Like, I don't know if a lot of couples feel weird. You know, the way, I mean, if someone's telling me, it's still, like, I don't know how I would react to it either, honestly. So it's just like, you know, I love you no matter what weight you are. I just want you to be healthy and eat right. And, Does you he, know, it's harder for me to eat right when you're not. <laughs> when you when you have in the past gently approached the subject, which I think is really smart, you know, because it, it is a really sensitive, touchy subject when, you know, when, when somebody knows they maybe aren't feeling their most attractive and yet sort of is is whatever is is still you know, whatever, eating unhealthy. Um, right. But he does, does he react with like a temper or does he pout or does he, when you bring it up uh, gently, what's his reaction? He, he's not like a pout or anything. His reaction is normally pretty good. He just kind of like puts it off like, yeah, that's a good idea. Or yeah, I'll go to the gym later kind of thing. Like right. his reaction is pretty mild. It's just kind of like almost no reaction either. So that's where I'm like kind of stuck. Like, do I keep pushing it or just kind of maybe he'll just kind of turn on his own? Uh, I think the chief has, I bet, some great advice. I don't know if it's great advice, but, uh, you know, Kelly, battling weight, and I've battled weight in my lifetime, uh, it, it's tough. It's, it's really tough. And uh, as we see our partner losing weight and getting in shape, uh, actually, I'm not sure the psychological process, but we kind of get into a worse position. We start thinking, oh, well, we're never going to get there. So, you know, my, my advice to you would be just uh, eat healthy. Uh, explain to him that it, it's hard for you when he doesn't eat healthy, not so much for himself. Because a lot of times okay. uh, we're willing to do it for our partner more than we're willing to do it for ourselves. Uh, and just hang in there for a little while. Let him go. And, and, and I think if he starts to see you losing weight and getting in shape, that should be the motivation uh, for him at that point instead of saying it because the hardest thing for anyone who has to lose weight is to be told to lose weight. It is absolutely the toughest thing and in and, and some kind of psychological process that we go through, we do the reverse. We do the complete opposite. When you tell us not to do it, we want to do it. So I would just sit back, yeah, show him uh, you know, how good you look, what kind of shape you're in, and just explain to him, look, do what you want to do, but it's really hard for me to be eating around you when you're eating badly. So if you could help me, that would be great. Do what you need to do. And I think as long as you had said to Anna, you have no problems and, and you're open conversation and dialogue and nothing has been negative, uh, ju just stick with him. I, I think he's going to see it. And, and to be honest with you, we're all jealous of our partners. So when we see somebody looking good, uh, we want to match him. So. Oh, my gosh. When Chris got into shape for Star-Lord. <laughs> well, yeah, you've, been, you've been thin your whole life, Stan. So I'm, I'm, I'm relating. <laughs> but yeah, no, Chris is a big guy. Um, 
you know, and he uh, to me he's always looked great, but um, but when he got really uh, really in shape for Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, yeah. oh man, <laughs> like round two this for is you gonna guys. be a life changer for me too now. Um, and partly it was a practical thing. Like I, I love to cook and suddenly, you know, because he was on, uh, he, he gains and loses weight really quickly. Um, so, but he's on like, you know, some high protein, low carb diets and stuff like that. So I can't cook, you know, I don't yeah. feel like I can cook like the, you know, chicken Alfredo or whatever that I used to make or, um, <laughs> but, uh, but I do, I think, uh, what the chief said is really smart in that, um, in that uh, it's just so hard for me because I really want to, I, when you, when I see you eating fries and a burger, you don't understand, like, this is really hard for, for me to be around. And, yeah. I, and it's got, it's, what's doubly tricky though about your situation is that you have different work schedules. So that's, that's tricky. Can I get a little personal? I hope I don't embarrass the chief or Stan, but what about like your sex life? This is, I'm sorry. Oh, no, like, that's great. Like, oh, that's good, okay. <laughs> okay, how good. Would, how would that embarrass us? I I've don't been, know. I've been waiting. <laughs> You've, been, <laughs> You've been waiting for that. Um, that's, that's really good. That hasn't changed. It's all normal. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah. No, and I think, like, you guys are right, kind of, like, doing it for me and kind of, I kind of put like a ball back in his court. I don't think I really kind of looked at it that way, but I put like the attention on me, like, Hey, like, you know, I need to eat right. You do you. I think that's a really good point. So that's kind of really helpful to see it in that perspective. Yeah. Because, um, I, I, it is, you know, um, it is really hard, um, to, I think to be told or encouraged to lose weight. It makes you want to, it brings out, it can bring out like the childish reaction of like, yeah. Then yeah. and, and then and also it's it's unfortunate for you because then you're put in the position of kind of being the parental nag, which is right. Unsexy. And that's just yeah, I just don't want to like nag at him and like just kind of make him feel like he's a kid again. Yeah, but like putting it back on him, I feel like that's a really good point. Um, can I ask you? This is a, a does he play a lot of video games? Um, a little bit, yes. Like um that newer one that came out but he plays a, a little bit and so i'm just wondering about like levels of physical activity and how you can encourage um getting out of the house kind of stuff uh without being that person who's like 
Um, you know what I'm Strictly saying? Strictly like gym only kind of thing. Right. Maybe like a sport, tennis, or it's, or even just walking, taking like evening walks. Yeah, like walking. Yeah, he's we're gonna get kind of back into that more with our dog walking him, and then he's actually really into dirt bikes, and so he's like it's winter right now and everything, but like that's his like if he's not going to the gym, that's what he wants to do. Like that's his happy place is like riding dirt bikes and trying to do that so once spring comes around i think that's that will true. help as you're well in, yep you're in yakima yep you you i'm sure it's cold and you just want to like yes <laughs> curl up inside, Stay inside all day yeah that's the thing about southern california is that you never get like the guilty pleasure of just eating really you at least if you're eating really fattening foods and watching a movie in the middle of the day you feel incredibly guilty because it's well not right now but beautiful and sunny <laughs> out and there's a bunch of like annoying joggers that are always oh, around yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's a very i miss washington <gasps> just want to eat goulash and watch beaches right. Stay be- beaches over and over Makes again. it easier <laughs> watch i'm gonna watch beaches a dozen times in a row <laughs> 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 and weirdly eat goulash. I don't know why that came into my head. But, um, I think that's the right advice, Anna, because yeah. I'll tell you right now, um, I, yeah. Kaylee, I'm your husband because my, my, my yeah. girlfriend, Amy, she eats healthy. I eat like a 12 year old boy. I eat chicken tenders and quesadillas and Like he'll get an in and out burger, but without tomatoes. Right. I don't eat that like, much. I, so I keep my portions controlled, but that's not eating healthy. But I, I'm, I'm promising you right now, I shouldn't be saying this, but if Amy told me to say exactly what the chief and Anna suggested, I would change my habits almost immediately. I think I would. So Amy, hopefully you don't listen to this. Yeah. And I think <laughs> because I'm enjoying what I'm eating. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, and I know too, that when I eat really indulgently around Chris, he's never vocalized it, but I know that it's, he's eating like you know, what he, he just recently had like a tofu meatloaf. And he said, I think this is exactly what cat food tastes like. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, anyway, so, all right, well, keep, let us know because I bet there's a whole lot of listeners that are dealing with this exact same issue, sort of whether it's your partner not having a job. I've been through that before, an ex not having a job for a while and trying to be like, well, why don't you at least like volunteer or... You know, just like, but, yeah. and, and him getting pretty upset with me for, for suggesting some stuff like that. But, um, I was always drawn to a, to a broke man. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. So maybe I wouldn't be a good match with Iron Man. He would intimidate me. I would feel like now I have to sleep with him at the end of this if he flew me to Paris. <laughs> but he, he takes off his armor. He takes off his armor when he makes love? Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Kaylee, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you, guys. It was great talking to you. Thank, thank you, Kaylee. You. Bye. All right. Bye, guys. I bet a lot of people have that. I same, think so, too. Same I think issue. so, too. When you want your partner to to change a little bit, and, and how, do you, how do you... It's funny. Joni and I never had that. I was never conscious of what she was eating. She ate what I ate. You know, she cooked dinner or breakfast, whatever it was, and we ate together. And I thought of something the other day that I think makes me very unique. I can't remember ever saying, gee, I'm hungry. I mean, right now I could go without dinner. I could go without bre- I never get really? hungry. I eat because it's a duty. I was told you have to eat three meals a day. 
My wife showed me that. So, really? So you you just you you just don't have like a, a no appetite at all. Interesting. I, I never feel hungry. I get thirsty sometimes, but that's even all. when you were a kid, like as never, an adolescent. Never. Really? I bet a lot of people are very envious right I now. En- I enjoyed <laughs> an ice cream pop, you know, a, a milkshake. Never felt. Oh, I've got to have one. Interesting, mm. huh? So I'm a very interesting you know they're developing <laughs> they're developing some kind of gelatin substance that you can just drink, and apparently it gives you all the nutrients. And like, if there were, I'd love it. There, it's, I wouldn't it, have it's to waste right, time it, You've read about I, I've it. I've read something about that. Yeah, it, it's a whole startup thing. It's like, all right, give them my address. Okay, you can. You, I want to be the you, first now. You have a lifetime of like drinking gelatin for. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and apparently gives you all the nutrients, and you just... But did you ever think how much time in your life you could save if you didn't have to sit and eat three but times what a else, day? But then what am I going to be doing? Just podcasting. What else? How do I fill my time? Do more podcasts. I'm sure our listeners are so have tired of babies. my voice. There's a million things you could do. <gasps> have more babies. Stan <laughs> Lee, geez Louise, where? Jeez, oh, I'm well, 40. She's lazy. What are you? I'm lazy. Yes, I'm too lazy for more kids. <laughs> I have to get all that junk again. All the crib and the diapers. Oh, boy, Stan, what's happening? Um, well, thank you so much for being here, and uh, I, it's truly a, a thrill and an honor. I know my husband is really disappointed that he couldn't. Is he be listening here. or watching? Or this this will be. Well, we um, edit it for a little bit, so it'll come out probably in a couple weeks. Oh, I it's think. not out yet. No, no, we're not live. Thank goodness. So, can I, you go through it and all the dumb things I said? Can you eliminate yes, them? Yes, and well, and I have to because I part you. I have to swear. Once, because I do it every episode, if you don't mind. Sim, I'm going to say it very, very gently, okay? Uh Uh-oh. Fuck you, Sim. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tradition. Um, So it's... uh, Sim has been one of my dearest friends for a really long time, and we've started this crazy hobby together. Doesn't look that great to me. (laughs) (laughs) I think you could do better. (laughs) Um, Thank you for being here, and uh, and thank you for um, for starting this organization, handsofrespect.com. Everyone, please check it out. And uh, and I guess we're supposed to also say like follow us on Facebook and things Facebook, like that. Facebook on uh, Twitter. I, I never know that. Instagram. Part of subscribe things. on iTunes. Yes. Leave us a review. Thank you. Yes. Attaboy. Yeah, yeah. We could. We we're t- we're. T- I'm trying to learn all that stuff. I don't even. I barely. I don't really know what Snapchat is. Anyway, it's an education. <laughs> um, thank you again. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Chief. Which shows how easy I am to please. <laughs> <laughs>